0: feral audio warning the following podcast includes high octane harrison ford impressions unadulterated adoration for the character mutt williams and a pulse-pounding discussion of the indiana jones adventure strap in for podcast the ride
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Podcast The Ride, the show about theme parks hosted by three childless men in their 30s. I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Mike Carlson. Hello. And Jason Sheridan. Hi. Uh, We are part of the Feral Audio Network, home to Doughboys and many other great podcasts, and we are the one about theme parks, mm-hmm. as I said, yes, uh, we are. and uh, it's been an exciting time in the world of theme parks re- uh, lately. We're going to talk about the D23 Expo, which one of the three of us went to, and uh, our topic today is the Indiana Jones Adventure, a.k.a. Indiana Jones Temple of the Forbidden Eye, uh, one of the great theme park rides uh, of our time of the time in which we've been alive mm-hmm. uh very excited uh, uh so uh yeah welcome hey uh mike as i said you just went to the D23 expo which for anybody listening who doesn't know it it's uh it's the the comic con of disney basically
2: yeah it's 3 days 3 wonderful days in anaheim it's right by disneyland it's at the anaheim convention center and yeah if you know what comic con is a comic convention it is that but just exclusively disney So, like, you're getting panels from Imagineers. You're getting, like, big stadium-filling events where they bring out movie stars and showing Disney and Pixar movies. And the, uh, you know, the thing that I was most excited about is the Parks and Resort presentation where they announce all the fun rides and things coming to the Disney parks in the next few years. And resorts. And resorts. There are are cool resorts coming up. Oh, yeah. There are different resorts. Uh, So, it's crazy. So, yeah. So, it's three days of that. And it's, like, in addition to that, you're also going, like table to table and seeing, like, people selling old merchandise. So there's people, like, first of all, they'll have, like, old Fred McMurray Disney posters for movies that he made that you've never heard of. He's the guy
1: from the Absent-Minded Professor...
2: Mm-hmm. and other films. My Three films. Sons? Yeah, there My you three go. Sons. Yeah. Double Indemnity is a very famous, not a Disney movie, but a famous movie he was <laughs> that, in. <laughs> that famous Disney movie, Double <laughs> Indemnity. <laughs> well, Disney bought the
1: theme park rights, but they did not. <laughs> they uh, have not. Yeah, the you made it the Double Indemnity ride, but. Or a live show or a show.
2: <laughs> the Double Indemnity stunt show. I believe is what <laughs> they would have to have do. You have to
1: throw a body off a train caboose.
2: Yeah. Can we get a volunteer? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, could get a job as a double indemnity stunt double. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they had a big Fred McMurray picture. Like, it was just a giant, like, it was probably, like, 10 feet by 10 feet picture of him. And I go, what the hell? And I walked over and it's like, oh, it's he's, like, one of the first Disney legends, which is a, a distinction they give a lot of different people, like, that have... Like, made a difference in the Disney, you know, whether it's movies or theme parks. And they shed his uh, his footprints and handprints on display. Okay.
1: Oh, the Disney Legends ceremony is a thing that happened at this event. Yes. Uh, Oprah is a Disney legend now. Yes. Uh, because she has a movie coming out this year that Disney made. Uh-huh, and yeah. she
2: was, uh, well, she was syndicated, but she was on ABC stations. Is that part of it maybe too? I, I
1: think that's right.
2: And she um,
0: was joined by who else? Got Mark Hamill, Mark
2: Hamill, Carrie Fisher, uh, Stan the Man Lee, and Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby, which is funny because yeah. now these these people, Star Wars and Marvel, have been bought by Disney, so now they have to retroactively sort of be Disney legends because of their contributions to the IPs that Disney bought. Hmm. So they were all yeah. also part of the ceremony. They ride around in like a little weird parade. So like there's little cars and like it's Mark Hamill having to wave to people inside
1: like, the convention center.
2: Inside and out, <laughs> yes. Not I did not onto see them. Catella Avenue. They don't go into a main drag. There no no main drags for the parade. The parade is mostly just on the sidewalk outside the convention center by the right by like the Sabaros Pizza <laughs> is where the the cars drive by and like everyone waves. Uh, yeah, so that happens. I mean, there's so much stuff they have. Uh, The big thing was that they were showing off the model for Star Wars Land, which is now called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is – not as good as Star Wars Land, as far as the name is concerned. So yeah, so to back up a little bit, Star Wars is coming to Disneyland and Disney World. There's going to be a huge like, is it 14 acre? Part? It is
0: 14 acres. 14 yeah. acres. Two more acre, Cars Land is 12 acres. This is right. 14 acres.
2: So there's 14 acres of of like a dedicated Star Wars Land, which has like it's going to have restaurants like a cantina. It's going to have two giant, crazy cool rides like the like cutting-edge technology
0: droids walking about the land uh characters wandering around accosting you
2: yeah there's gonna be like flash mob things and like yeah like it seems like it seems like fun and then it also seems like man if there's constant street performers like hassling you you're like oh okay
1: all right guys (laughs) can you sign up for an option in which you just do the ride like a regular person you don't have to
2: i think spoken to. I no, think... <laughs> no,
0: there
1: is not.
2: I'll stay out of it then. Well, there in Florida, there's a, there's going to be they announced there's going to be a hotel at, in Florida, uh, a Star Wars themed hotel, and there are no windows in it. It's all just like fake space. So like when you look out your window, it just looks like it's space. So it looks, it feels like you're like living in space for a couple of days, and like I think you have to. It's, like, going to be expensive as shit, and you're going to have to, like, take part in a whole thing where, like, you get a knock at the door, like, 8 a.m., and he's like, come quick, Padawan, we have to, and you're like, oh, my God, like, you have to, like. Yeah, it's, uh, like, sleep
0: no more times a thousand, but also for families and humidity. (laughs) Yeah, it does,
2: it seems fun, and also, like, maybe, like, once you're there, you're like, oh, this is a big pain in the ass, like, some college student knocking at your door at 8 a.m., being like, hey, we must go quickly, Boba Fett is on our trail, and you're like, oh, okay. Hey, hold on, man. We my wife hasn't even taken a shower yet. Okay, but it's first gonna be another forty five minutes. We will
1: need our sustenance. Keep in mind there is an excellent, affordable buffet bar
2: at the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we just brought, we brought those little cereal things, man. We're just gonna eat the cereal. Yeah. The room is that no, okay? no, no, no.
1: Without uh, seven choices of juice, you will not be
2: able to withstand the. Ig eighty eight will be waiting for you by the the steam trays of pancakes.
0: You know, I don't even Space like Star Cake. Wars Land that much it's just not a busy season right now. And th- there was deals for this hotel. And- you guys
2: paid for this, though. You really should be playing along. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I just thought this would be like how that boardwalk hotel looks like an old-timey boardwalk. I just no. thought this would have, like, Han Solo Boardwalk? What is in. a
2: boardwalk? What's oh, a board- come on, man. <laughs> These words do not exist in our world. And then the college student's just like, come on, fucking... I'm, dude, just play along. I'm getting $8 an hour to do I'm this. I'm
1: being secret shopped. I have a body cam on me. If I don't do the skit, I Get fired, please.
0: If you like uh, haunted houses, uh, really intense haunted houses where they put a bag over your head and uh, make you crawl around on the floor, but always wish... There could be a squid man knocking at your hotel room door. This Star Wars hotel is for you.
2: I will say all the stuff we were talking about I feel like is too much. And then you said a squid man at the door, and I'm kind of sold on that. If they do get it, if an alien is the one. If an Admiral a- Akbar brought you your room service. I do like, like that. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. cool. Because there's, so, so there's a
0: problem with your Visa card. <laughs> <laughs> do you have another one we can use
1: for incidentals? <laughs>
2: That's a pretty good Bar. Oh, thanks. Would uh, you like a
1: USA Today? <laughs> <laughs> it is a, a, an archive of Earth news from 2017, <laughs> right. which
2: is not this time. But if you're curious... And it's, it's a future news because you know the crawl. You've seen the crawl of the <laughs> movies. It's the future. Uh, there's a picture in the Star Wars land uh, they had in the display of like a street vendor selling meat and it's an alien and he looks he looks a little similar to Unkar Plutt the famous Force Awakens character the portions quarter portions guy and he looks very similar and I was thinking cuz as a kid I always want I almost like wanted Mickey to be working at Disneyland I wanted all the char- <laughs> I wanted all the characters to be doing the jobs like and and this was I was like wow if this is this might be the first time when I will get a full character selling me some meat which is a thing I was literally like, oh, that's great. Like, I would like to hand this, you know, again, poor college student in a full alien suit my card. They swipe it and they hand me like, oh, this is... um." Uh meat from Alderaan, and it's like, of course, you're like, well, what, what is it, though? I have, like, an allergy. And they're like, oh, hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a normal beef. Yeah, so co- I, am ex- costs- I am excited about that
1: part. It costs 239 leap naps. <laughs> How much in Earth dollars is that? We couldn't tell you. We don't know. Get credit card statement later. <laughs>
2: it's um, 50 bucks.
0: <laughs> I'm interested in this because... um the food in the Star Wars movies always looks disgusting. Yes. <laughs> like the food in, besides the blue milk which I think no, we all want to drink say. that sweet sweet blue milk. <laughs> uh everything else is just like bowls of goo or bread that bubbles bubbles up from nothing?
2: Well, they're doing, yeah, I mean, they're doing the thing, because in, in Avatar Land, which opened in Florida a couple of months ago, they're, none of the food is called, like, a conventional, like, a you know, earth food. I mean, obviously, it is all earth food, but they're calling it other things, or like a something pod, or whatever. So they're going to have to have the weird goop. They're going to have to make human normal food look like a bunch of goop, or some of the thing that, like, Luke is eating on... Uh, Aunt Baru, like whatever Aunt Baru prepared, we'll be eating.
1: So just put a bunch of eyeballs in it, or just like some stray uh, Wookie fur on the rim of the plate. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that anyone ate Wookiee
2: fur in the movies, but maybe, yeah, maybe that's a delicacy.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of weirdo creatures. One of them might like hair. Hair might be the top delicacy to sure. one of these one of these doodad guys. I don't know Star Wars. Uh, I should stay out of all... I'll skip the Star Wars Land episode
2: well, when it eventually occurs. You may not know it, but in 2019, you'll be living it. I guess I'll have to learn. Uh, I'll have no choice. <laughs> um, uh, as far as, yeah, D23, though, they have... There, there was a whole section like devoted to pirates, and like I was very excited because two years ago at the convention they had a big Imagineering pavilion, and it showed like it was just like the actual animatronics. So you would see like stuff from Peter Pan, you would see stuff from Haunted Mansion, and it was like the real stuff. Uh, and then this one, I was like, oh, pirates, and I knew there was going to be like some movie stuff, which I was less enthused about. It's like look at Barbosa's coat from the first film, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Which I actually also snuck into this because I didn't want to wait in line. Wow, congrats! <laughs> I actually snuck into a few things. Uh,
1: that's a, a behavior that's a Jack real Sparrow pirate, would have, yeah.
2: exactly. Yeah, I felt like <laughs> <laughs> I would have made Will Turner proud, <laughs> right? Is oh, that everyone's yeah.
0: favorite character, worldwide sensation, Will Turner.
2: Uh-huh. Um, but they did have some. So, so there was not enough, uh, you know, rides. There were some animatronics. They had the dog with the key in his mouth. They had like. One of the pirate robots with a frosty ale in his hand, but mm. most of it was like, "Here's the, here's the sword that Jack Sparrow used to like, pl- whatever the I guess Davy Jones like plunge through Davy Jones or whatever." Um, but they, but I will say the cool thing was they had. This is this is so funny. This is the thing that I liked the most. They had memos like from Imagineers to each other like here's what we want to do. And then there was an outline of the ride of the original pirates of the Caribbean. And it's like it looked I whether it was real or not, it looked old, so I was like, "Wow." And like you're imagining some short sleeve dress-shirted old men like holding these pieces of paper and like passing it along and going, "All right." And then there's a scene where the dog's got a key in his mouth and like so i was very i have many pictures we can post that on all the social media
0: i i saw pictures of i don't know if it was that but something down there of like old documents and it said okay walt on them like walt had written in pencil okay and signed his name yes and they kept these like perfectly preserved him
1: approving the ride approving like you know, yeah, yeah scene
0: yeah. outlines or that sort of thing wow,
1: yeah. wow. Uh, so if you were there with a child who was excited to see Barbosa's coat, you would have <laughs> been like, Shut up, keep moving. We got memos to yeah. see. Yes.
2: <laughs> I was very much excited more about the memos than any of the Pirates movies. Which I like some of the Pirates movies, but like you're not you're not D twenty three for the movies. You're there for the for the 50th anniversary of that ride, which is this year, right? Which yes. you could yeah. you could go on the ride several
1: feet away, or you could yeah. read
2: memos about memos the making
1: or... of the ride. But
2: I've been on the ride so many times, now I need to read. <laughs> You've been on the ride, <laughs> now experience the memos. You need to know uh, how long all the electrical cords that they bought for it were.
1: Look at um, some drawings.
0: Remember that pirate that's right-handed in the ride? In the drawing, that pirate is left-handed. <laughs> there is
2: a cool, there's a cool piece of art at the end of it. There was an idea that as you were leaving the ride, you would look through a little peephole, and there would be pirates behind it, and the pirates would all look and see you because they were like plotting. But it, that would never, obviously, came to fruition. But like they have art of like some some like abandoned things that they were gonna do, which is really cool. Wow. Okay. So you know, you know D20 thing was cool, and then there's also a lot of like.
0: Are there a lot of aftermarket like secondary markets? Sell- there's people selling like Disney paraphernalia, right? Like oh, stuff yes. of like this was the sign in the park or this was a thing. And I I I've been at like smaller Disney fan conventions and there's there's some of that stuff, but it's very interesting to think about like how did you get this? Because there are some auth- authorized auction houses that like sell pieces of like Disneyland, Disney World attractions and then there's also other people who are like yeah this is uh this is from the fucking park and it's clearly just like an eBay guy yeah, and it's, uh, and it's just like a
1: trash can they bought from yeah. somewhere else,
2: or yeah, uh, yeah. It's really hard to uh, uh, verify that some of these things were like yeah. the real. This is the real tiki sign from 1975. It was the period where the tiki sign didn't have the the font quite as big as it does now, and it's like, it's like got a picture, but you're not quite sure. I mean, a lot of most of the places just have like old merch. Yeah, you know they had like a fu- if you're a Captain EO fan, fuzzball, the flying character, they had a fuzzball. Gasp! There, yeah, Scott is a big fuzzball fan. Oh boy! Um, and they had like an is old, real the real fuzz. It was it was not the real fuzzball, oh, but were. it was uh, it was a yeah piece of merch from who knows 25 years ago. Uh-huh. Although, did they bring them when they brought the ride back? Maybe they had a new fuzzball made. I think they had a, they ho- had a hooter of, made. Yeah, but I don't think they had when a new. They brought it back. Um, mm-hmm. So like you'll get stuff like that, and then like it's interesting to see some of the old merchandise because. They certainly did not have the likenesses of the characters down yet, so it's like a Donald Duck hat, but Donald looked like he was in a fire or something, <laughs> <laughs> like his beak just is very. I mean, it's also you know sixty years old, but it's just like he's he's Donald Duck, but he's like nightmare Donald Duck, and you would wear him on your hat. Before there were branding
1: standards, damn yeah. it. Yeah. Um, hey, well, speaking of artifacts from the past. Oh, oh, what a very yeah. good, yeah, what hey, a transition. Oh, I thought so. Oh, there's one guy who would always make sure to verify what he found uh-huh. because he <laughs> broke into a temple and found it himself. Uh, what am I talking about? You ask. Well, I could tell you, or I could let a special guest <laughs> <laughs> tell the tale
2: here in front of one of the great archaeological discoveries of our time, the mysterious Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Hello, I'm Michael Eisner, head of the Walt Disney Company. Hello. In an unprecedented move, the Walt Disney Imagineers have brought piece by piece this incredible treasure to America. You can now tour the Temple of the Forbidden Eye at Disneyland in Anaheim, California. But first, a warning. If you choose to explore the temple, be aware that some say an
1: evil and treacherous curse hangs over this ancient building... Enter at
0: your own risk, and I'm out of here. He does not react to the snake. <laughs> that was
1: the reaction to the <laughs> that snake. That was,
0: and <laughs> it, it, it is an upsetting looking snake.
1: <laughs> that is uh, that's the uh, it is uh, very upsetting. Yes, and that that's like an Academy Award level performance on the spectrum of Michael Eisner performances. Uh, I'm making the presumption that anyone listens to the, who's listening to this knows about all these very stiff Michael Eisner intros to various specials, which are my favorite things ever. Michael, Mike's, he
0: really thought he was the heir to Walt Disney. Michael Eisner, when he was the head of the company, he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna be in the TV, too. I'm going to be introducing stuff like Walt used to. He Uncle didn't
2: Mike. Qu- <laughs> <laughs> he didn't quite have the uh, folksiness as old uh, as Walt did.
1: I have to admit, I do not uh, I, I do not really watch the program BoJack Horseman, of which he is a producer, but he doesn't introduce every episode of BoJack Horseman. <laughs> no, <doesn't>. I wish. <laughs> uh, he sounded like... Hello, a- I'm Michael Eisner. When you Today, the- again...
2: When you played that clip for the first time, I thought it was Trump for a second.
1: (laughs) Really? He's like, hello, hello there.
2: Like there's a rasp that I always thought was similar. Ah, I see. This is the
0: second episode now we've played uh, an an old man phoning in an introduction to, to an attraction. You
1: know, I don't know if it is a classic, if there isn't a very stiff, sleepy intro to it. Uh, if you don't have like a real big money, if, if the ride is not being introduced to you by a billionaire, by a billionaire. is it worth <laughs> by my a, money? A sleepy billionaire. <laughs>
2: being forced
1: to do this. Uh, it was meetings all day surrounding this intro. Uh, hey, Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. Or the Indiana Jones Adventure. It has something else in common with the last one we talked about, the E.T. Adventure. Actually, a couple things. It is a Steven Spielberg property made into a ride that is called... An adventure, in which, at least at one point, uh, AT&T handed you little cards that did something for you in the line. Do you remember yes. that about uh, about this attraction?
2: Yeah, well, I I had not been on it, and I I, I was in it, Been uh, oh, excuse me, I didn't go on until my late 20s, but I, I know of the, you're talking about the decoder cards.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is something people might not know actually about the uh, uh, about the ride is that all of the, the hieroglyphics uh, that you see throughout it are a, a language that they sorted out. They call them glyphics because you were in the temple of the god Mara. Uh, uh, so there is a language. It makes sense, and it actually just looks like English if you squint. It's like pretty English-esque. Right. It's not uh, some super Klingon-y, uh, tough-to-decode thing. But they'd hand you these little cards so that as you went along, you could uh, decode the language as you went. And none of it was like profane or, uh, right. or, or uh, uh, Dis- Disney, imagine you trying to sneak Cause, something dirty in.
2: Because this thing has like, this ride has like one of the longest lines ever. Maybe the longest? I it should have looked half, that up.
1: Uh,
0: it is half a mile long.
2: The this line queue. is? The line the queue is, queue is half a mile wow.
0: long. And it is very interesting, but like they, the show building is so big and so far back from like where you enter, they had to build this giant long queue. And it is. Cool. Because like, the space was occupied
1: cute. by the Jungle Cruise, so they had to figure out a way to weave you into this area yeah. between the Jungle Cruise and Pirates of the Caribbean, right? That's kind of yeah. where you're going.
0: They built this show building on top of like a portion of the old Eeyore parking lot. And there is like a little hidden Eeyore somewhere in this ancient temple uh, that you can find. I've always I know, heard I that. Know, I've never seen it. I know where it,
2: it is because a guy showed it to me once. One night, which now that I said that, it sounds like <laughs> he dropped his pants for me. One hey, time. buddy, <laughs> want to see my donkey? It, it, it was very, it was, it was very late. It was close to park closing. We were waiting to go on the ride, and uh, some college student, <laughs> fresh out of college student, he goes, "Hey, you want to see something cool?" Uh, and we said, "Of course, yes." And he took his flashlight, and right before, uh, it's the part where they're showing the old news reel in the line, in the queue. Uh, he he shown his flashlight to the very back of the thing, and you could see it. Right back there. Oh, okay, but okay. it's very hard to see because it's very dark in that room.
1: Yeah, the rare hidden Eeyore. There's a lot of hidden Mickey's. Is mm-hmm. the only hidden Eeyore. Um, well, uh, what do we? Uh, what I mean, do we those, know about this ride? Well, uh, are we describing the ride to people? Uh, Scott,
0: I wanted to ask you because you uh, grew up in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Did you ride this ride soon after it opened? Because I know, like when it first opened, it was like three or four
1: hour waits for yeah. this ride. People it was crazy. loved
0: it right out of the gate.
1: Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, and that entire temple was full. Now they kind of like hold people and you uh, you do most of the line outside and then they send you into the into the long. You you kind of walk straight through all the temple. But it was like all the way out. I think when it opened maybe all the way to Main Street and then you would wind through Adventureland God. and Frontierland. And wow. it was, yeah, uh, uh, it was like a three to four hour. So you, you like remember waiting that long? Uh, Yeah, I did, yeah. And there's no, there's no fast Pass back then. I right. had to just uh, had to just do it. And I remember. And uh, uh, my wife also grew up around here. And she, uh, because that line was so crazy, she hated the ride initially. It like it would have had to have been so incredible uh, to make up for a four hour wait. Like mm-hmm. it, it it ended up letting her down. Uh, but if you don't do a four hour wait, it's obviously yeah. one of the greats.
0: Yeah. I the first time I wrote it would have been like two thousand six when I was out here uh, for college and. I didn't wait that. I probably waited only like an hour, but I waited most of it in that that outside portion. That's kind of a jungle, mm-hmm. and in the middle of summer, that is kind of miserable. Like you're sure. very close to everyone. It is. It is not. There's a little bit of theming, but like nowhere near as much as when you get inside, mm-hmm. and it it's just kind of rough.
2: Let in that heat. It is, yeah. It can get really bad as far as heat. Uh, let's let's uh, back up and go to the story of the ride, sure. Oh, sure. and then walk through it. Because so so, I learned a few things. Honestly, I've been on it a ton of times, but I didn't notice uh, a few things. Uh, so so, the story is that we're going into the temple of the Forbidden Eye. And uh, we're supposed to be in India, although Michael Eisner in that video says that, like, like they constructed the temple in Disneyland, <laughs> Yeah, which I'd is a little
1: confusing. never heard that premise until that video, that the Imagineers took it apart piece by piece and brought it here. And I, I feel- guess, the did they pick up the curse along the way, <laughs> or did the curse just get retained uh, from India to uh That to making
0: of TV special does not make a lot of sense.
2: Oh, okay. It's like, sort of narratively a lot all over of, the
0: map. Yeah, it's kind of all
1: over the map. Uh-huh. Yeah, so
2: I think that might not be canon. <laughs> I think the Michael Eisner... Intri- uh, so I think we just oh, are in India. Every
1: Michael Eisner. Uh, uh, <laughs> if, if, if Winnie the Pooh or Robin Hood meets Michael Eisner before the movie, <laughs> that's part of the movie. Right. Michael Eisner exists in every single <laughs> <laughs> cinematic universe. He is a character in
2: the Disney... Uh, they could probably still use... Him, uh, like, like, like Disney oh, like, yeah. still owns the character Michael Eisner, right? That's Michael what I'm Eisner saying. does
1: not own Michael Eisner, right?
2: The, the character Michael Eisner is still IP to, uh, that owns that Disney. Disney's
1: owns. ruthless. Don't sign uh, a
2: contract with them. So, so the ride is where it's at the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, and Indiana Jones has found like parts of a map, and he's located this this temple, and the ride. The story goes that Sala, which is uh, Jonathan Rice Davies, uh, Indy is run out of money. For his yes. expedition. What? And and Sala, I did not know this until I started looking. at Sala has been conducting tours of the temple to make money so to keep funding Indy's yeah. research. How so the reason that any a tourist is allowed in there is because we're paying to keep Indy's uh, uh, adventure going on. And oh.
0: also maybe they'll find him. Like that's why I learned that about this, too. The the backstory (laughs) involves all of the main characters of Indiana Jones that are like in the movies a little or mentioned because like uh, uh, Abner Ravenwood is involved. Uh Marcus Brody is also Marcus Brody. uh, Per the Wikipedia entry, Marcus Brody has asked Sala to continue conducting the tours in the hope that they may locate Dr. Jones. And keep funding.
2: Right. So so I think in the narrative of the ride, there was a time when Indy was just, you know, going through the temple and everything was fine and he was running tours safely. And then something happened. And for whatever reason now, Sala wants a bunch of tourists to take one of these ride vehicles, go into the temple and see if they can find Dr. Jones, who's been lost for a week. We're supposed to find
1: Indiana Jones. Yes. That's that's what we're
2: trying to do. So, So
1: which they don't. They could convey that by telling us that, Right, because though.
2: we've all been on it a million times and why, we, we did not know that. If we don't know <laughs> yeah. this fact, then uh, how could anyone? So that's, yeah, that's the story of the ride. Hmm. and uh, it's a uh, little What con- was
1: Indiana Jones, was he after something in the temple or he just found the temple and uh, yes. liked it, wanted to hang out in it?
2: He's looking for, uh, what is it called? The
1: Jewel of
0: Power. Yeah, there which- you go. Uh, quote Abner Ravenwood believed to be within an immense cavern beyond the Gapes of Doom. Who's Abner, Abner Ravenwood? Uh, was Indiana Jones's uh, often mentioned but never seen mentor, and he is the father of Marion. Uh, the character played by Karen Allen. Oh. The first movie. Well, so
2: that's the why guy.
1: they know each other through the dad. So he yes. hooks
2: up with the daughter of his mentor, which oh, is real cool. fucked up. Everyone's fucked I mean, Let's dreams. be honest. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um.
2: It's really messed up. He shouldn't have done that. It was the guy <laughs> dead, though. If the guy was dead, I it was know. fine. Well,
0: they talked about putting him he was going to show up in the movies at some point and then it never happened. Uh-huh. He's I think he's long dead by Crystal Skull. Well, sure. And Bro Marcus Brody is also long dead by Crystal Skull because he has that uh Indy has that uh Picture of him that he picks up and looks at at one point, oh, or yeah, is that Chris, Sean Connery? Like he picks up, he looks a, up
1: longingly at Sean Connery. He looks, he looks at, at Sean Connery as we all should uh, mm-hmm. each morning, um, but, <laughs> to get some a, mojo for yeah. the day. <laughs> there's a
0: statue in Crystal Skull, I think, of of Mar- of Brody, right, uh, in the middle. This is the second uh, Steven Spielberg movie with a character named Brody in it. I'm just realizing because yeah, Brody from Brody and Jaws, uh, Jaws, and Brody and. Uh,
2: and then, Indiana of course, Charles Brody and Mallrats. In
1: Mallrats, <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> Where's that snoochie, ride? Snugie Boochies. Snugie uh, Smithland or Viewus, the Viewus Universe. Viewus the Land. A yeah. movie
0: that ends at Universal Studios Florida. Mallrats ends with Jason Lee's character oh. getting married on the ride. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Although oh, I think it, I think it's filmed Jason in London's Hollywood. But, right. Yeah. They say it's in Florida. Yeah. Oh view a universe that's
2: uh maybe uh, that's an episode <laughs>
1: you get to yeah. part of it's the, like the heavens open up you get to go in the you get you, you the the church where you get mm-hmm.
2: uh <laughs> obviously you eat at movies
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah uh um you get absolved of your sins that's what i'm trying to say right. so you get to like visit the convenience store and absolved of your sins by mm-hmm. uh, that that uh, smiling jesus
0: guy let's make sure to mark this down two episodes in we've gotten into a discussion about the viewisk <laughs> universe so uh, i feel like that's
1: inevitable on so any that's new podcast tally number 1 tally number 1 probably uh, 20 or 30 times eventually yeah yeah, yeah. we'll keep, awesome. we'll keep building that viewisk universe the place which of yeah. course is in Jersey. Hey, oh, man. it's got a Jersey
2: represent. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah! Keep it in the homeland. Uh oh yeah. So there is. So as far as the Indiana Jones ride, it is like an extensive backstory with a lot of like a lot more moving parts than I even thought at the time. Because I was just I thought it was just like oh you're some tourists going through and oh yeah watch out for Indiana Jones there he is and then mm-hmm. but no no there's like a whole thing and
1: so don't if you're listening to this don't ever go on this ride again. Uh, just not knowing the full story. Yeah. You won't enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> you won't ever be able to just purely, uh, uh, if you don't know about Brody's involvement.
0: Sure. And despite um, despite all of that backstory, there is one uh, glaring omission from this ride. Uh, Harrison Ford. Ah,
1: good point. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> Do we know why? Do we know why no I Harrison?
0: I am not sure. He was also not present for the grand opening.
2: Hmm. Wow, uh, he was having a dispute with Disney, uh, okay. right? Wasn't it over? There was some sort of an advertising thing. It was. I, I feel like it's a similar situation where Robin Williams was like, "I don't want using my voice to advertise," and then something happened. The vague then...
1: sense that we get from poking around because this is if we ever meet a famous person or somebody who's been in a Disney ride, a question is like. Uh, Hey, what's up with that? they, they, like, treat you well? Is it a good situation? I'm not sure it is. I don't know that you're, like, paid a fortune to uh, uh, do a voice or act in something that that people, that millions of people see every day.
2: It's kind of weird. I think Disney has a feeling of, like, you should be so lucky to be here. And then it's also, like the no no guild covers theme park performances it's
1: sort of its own specific area allow me to say that if I ever got to participate in a ride or do a voice or or something in anything I would I would pay them upwards of 10 grand <laughs> for this uh, yeah, I uh think negative dollars is fine a lot of them uh, we would uh, all
2: pay I think to just have like a speaking role oh in one please. of those pre-ride one videos thing. Oh sure
1: look out He's behind you. Mm -hmm. Anything. Just one word. So that I could bring uninterested relatives constantly and point it out to them (laughs) and have them say, it's not you. This (laughs)
0: hasn't worked great before, folks, but I'm sure it's going to go fine this time.
1: Yeah, that would be great. Well, you just casted yourself way up. That's a a very meaty role. Um, Yeah, (laughs) that would be a
2: starring role.
1: (laughs) The most crucial piece of information in
2: any ride. Um, so, so, Yeah. No
1: Indiana Jones, uh, though you do get, uh, John Rhys-Davies in the, uh, he play, he does play Sala, although sometimes it's not his voice, but he does appear in it physically. So you do have a representative from the movie. He's the only one, right? There's no,
2: uh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a voiceover in the, this is a side note, there's a voiceover, uh, in that newsreel uh, by uh, a woman named Tress McNeil. Oh, yeah. Who uh, is a very famous voiceover uh, actor. Voice of
1: Babs Do- Bunny. Dots from Animaniacs. Lindsay Nagel on The Simpsons.
2: Yeah. Uh, all, like, business ladies on The Simpsons. She does a lot. She's great. A regular uh, and Simpsons she does a reference, voice on this too. Like a
0: lot of Tress McNeil references in a few seasons of uh-huh. The
2: Simpsons. Uh, and she does a voice on The Ride, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so yeah, we only see one character, uh, as far as in those early videos on the queue. Uh-huh.
1: Um, maybe you know, since I bring up uh, John Reese Davies, it might be a good time to uh, play a little pod exclusive that I made. We were referencing a special that was made uh, promoting the opening of the ride. I think it was just called uh the the making of the Indiana. Making Jones up, yeah. ride. Uh, as Jason was saying, it has a very confusing story and timeline where the temple is real and uh John and Karen are trying to find Indy. So Indy is real, but it's Karen Allen the actress looking for Playing
0: him. Playing Karen Allen like uh uh John Rhys Davies shows up in the special as himself, but they also play the old-timey newsreel clip where he is Sala, but Karen Allen is only ever Karen Allen. That said, she, like her character Marion, is very thirsty for treasure. Like, he, <laughs> she keeps trying to leave, and John Rhys-Davies, like, at one point he says, like, uh, did I tell you about the treasure? And she turns around and goes, like, treasure? And at another point, she's like, I've had enough. I'm going to go. And he goes, like, but what about the gifts? And she goes, gifts? Like, <laughs> and that's extremely my shit because I love treats. Like, I love <laughs> presents. I love treats, and, treasure.
1: And Karen Allen, a beautiful woman. Beautiful so that's, woman. That's your dream great. girl. A, I, uh, yeah, Marion
0: was a, a favorite character. A pretty, a greedy Sheridan. lady.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's very that's very odd. But yeah, they go on the ride and the thi- and like there's a part where they're about to get on and then a ride vehicle returns and it's just full of skeletons. Yeah. And uh and uh, Karen asks John, uh are you like uh, is this uh, is this supposed to happen? Like does anybody ever come out of this thing alive? And he <laughs> says, "Yes, one time. I think last Thursday somebody came out alive." Yeah. There's a lot of crazy implications of danger in these theme park specials.
2: That and yeah, that is crazy because, like, all the there, a lot of these things. It's like, well, you may not survive, and it's like there have been a couple incidents at in parks where somebody hasn't survived. It's Maybe a we real, should joke yes. about that, although
1: usually on extremely innocuous things. Yes, the, it's usually like a weird, sure. yeah, mundane. The less dangerous the ride, the more likely you'll die on it. Uh, but it's like a fun thing now. Fun secret. Anyway, they go on the they go on the ride, and the danger is real, apparently. And I just uh, I I found the way that John Rhys Davies screams to be really infectious. So I made a pod exclusive, uh, super cut of John Rhys Davies' excellent screaming <laughs> in this Whoa, wow. special. Enjoy. <laughs> um that that at the end is not a scream it's him say what sounded to me I know it's not this but it's, it it always sounds like he's saying all right let's get the fuck out of here. It does sound like <laughs> yeah, that. Doesn't yeah, it And it's uh, kind of fading away so it's ambiguous. I thought he said ah yip yip. <laughs> Uh yep yep that's how you start the cars. Uh I really liked those screams. I just like they're, they're so like warbly and uh, admittedly the screams of a larger gentleman and it really reminded me of the Orson Welles outtakes like wow oh, the, the French yeah, champagne. Yeah. Uh Johnny davies screams like a like a cool fat guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> excellent. Excellent screaming, John. Uh,
2: You've set a precedent now. I think we have to have like a screaming supercut for a lot of different rides for people for reactions for uh, pre-shows and
1: yeah. Which you pro all right. So now we got to do that every time. Uh, oh <laughs> now no. we now we got a segment caked in. I did it to myself. <laughs> yeah. Are they
0: actually on the ride at that point? Like in that special? I because I, I watched it last night and it looks like they might be in a different vehicle
1: like it looks to me or it just might be in the station and it's rocking it's i think hard to tell. some of it is i think you're right they filmed it in a studio and they're just shaking a car around flashing lights yeah. on it some of it i think is on the real thing but maybe with stunt doubles with the indemnity yeah. doubles
0: also a lot more sparks like there's a lot more sparks yeah they, shooting they shoot out of the some car.
1: serious pyro on the yeah. thing and make it look a lot, a lot scarier than it is in real life um Let me say this, though. This was a... This ride did terrify me as a kid and the idea of it. uh, 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 I I remember in... Probably, if that line was three hours long the first time I went on it, I think an, an hour of it I screamed. I was, like, oh, such no. a baby to where my dad was like, Jesus, like, cool <laughs> it, dude. Uh, uh, which I confirm, my wife did, too, so I'm not the only one. But she was a young girl, and I was a young boy, so. Uh,
0: speaking uh, of fear on this ride, uh, um, and... Mike, you were also there for this. Mike and I were on this ride when it broke down once.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: and The it dream of any
1: uh, theme park goer to have be on a ride that breaks down. That's yeah. true,
0: yes. And here is my recollection of it. Uh, we broke down. The ride vehicle came to a stop directly next to the giant snake animatronic. Oh, God. And the snake kept moving. The mm. snake kept opening its mouth. The, fi-
2: the, the, the movement of the snake is that it like kind of rears back a little bit and then goes... <coughs> And yeah. then, like rears, like it goes towards you, towards the car. Uh, um, I don't remember you being that scared. Were you secretly scared while we were sitting there?
0: Well, I'm not super fond of snakes, so I, I was just kind of a little like, oh. So you I'm were not, having a I'm panic attack, and I didn't even this. realize it. That that wasn't that was a little scary. But what really scared me was I was like, oh, are we we're going to get walked off this? And then a cast member walked up to the car, right.
2: Cause we were hoping, because, yeah, Scott like yeah. was just saying, a dream of a Disney fan is for a car to break down, and then you get to walk through the attraction, because then you get to see, like, details that you would never see, because the lights come on, and it's pretty yeah. incredible. Or maybe get taken through some secret backstage
1: yes. part yeah. nobody else would uh, get to see. Otherwise. Which
0: happened to me on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad once, and was very neat. Uh, mm-hmm. This time, what scared me is when the cast member walked up, I went, oh, she's a lot farther down than I thought I was. Like I never realized how far up you are on that ride. You All are right.
1: well that's a good point because the ride vehicle, this was a big thing at the time that uh the the Jeep itself, yeah, is elevated up and you're kind of on a Star Wars type Simulator ride yeah. with a lot of hydraulic arms. Uh, uh, so it's it's it is a car that's moving around, but it's a hydraulic.
2: Uh, or a, yeah. it is a simulator on top of the. Car. Um.
1: So, do you do you remember
0: what happened? Like how we got off it?
2: Yeah. Well, they ran us just they with the lights on and the with whole the place. With the work lights on, we just kind of slowly drove to the end of the thing. Yeah.
0: With the work lights on and the ride still kind of like half jerking. Half. And some of the sound effects playing, right? It was weird. It was unnerving, and they and we got to the thing, and they're like, "All right, we got to figure it out. Do you guys want to go through again?" And we're like, "Well, we're already in the seats. Yeah, sure." (laughs) And that time it went fine, but like it was a very weird experience.
1: You got to see the the lazy version of the Indiana Jones ride.
2: I am. I will say this: I I I have no recollection of you having uh, like a terror attack.
1: I
0: I don't th- I I don't think it was that bad. I was just more like, oh god, I didn't realize we were this high uh-huh. up because like I was like, oh well, it's it's a car. Mm-hmm. You were just playing but it,
1: playing it. Cool. You were playing yeah. it cool, you brush it off. Yeah. You're a real hero. You didn't want to freak out the kids on the car. No, even though you yourself was- were dying inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a car full of adults. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there were no children. <laughs> there was, are you, rarely you any children on the rides when I go to Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> can we not be with him, please? <laughs> <laughs> that, that alone, man. Um
2: what else about this ride well, um we missed a lot I guess Yeah well going back to the queue um the queue is awesome it like there's some there's like a rock area and then there's a part where uh which I don't think there's a lot well there's a couple of maybe other queues like this but there are things that say do not touch in the queue but they mean touch mm. Like, there's a room where there's a bamboo, like, pole keeping up the ceiling, and there are spikes coming through the ceiling. And the idea is that if you touch this, all of a sudden the spike ceiling is going to come and, you know, murder everyone in the room. Uh, Obviously, it doesn't – it hasn't have the capability to murder. But if you touch that bamboo thing, you'll hear, like, rumbling, and then you'll see that the spikes will come down a little bit. Like, these are, like, a bunch of cool interactive things going on there. Do they all still work? I feel like some of them – Friday, I was on it Friday, Hmm. yeah, and and the guy touched it, and we hadn't seen it work in a while because some of these effects go in and out of working because there's so many of them. But it did work, and I was like, oh yeah, we haven't seen that in a while. So you know, periodically these things work. There's also the the
0: well, yes, like yeah. There's a guy. There's like a well with a bunch of ropes on it, and if you like grab the rope or something, you will hear a voice going like, "Hey, I'm down here." You'll also hear him fall.
2: So oh, the idea okay. is that you've, I guess, killed or really hurt a guy who was hanging onto a rope dropping into a well. So, you know, that's another thing where it says do not touch, but then you quickly learn, like, you just grab the rope and shake it. And then, yeah, you hear, like, hey, what are you, you doing? To- or you
1: hear, ah, like, and then... You get to cause a, a Chilean mine disaster <laughs> yeah. type event.
2: Um, you a to really play God in that uh-huh. scenario. Uh, I think probably narratively they have to be like, well, you know, he was, wasn't that far from the ground or the water. But it just startled him. That's why he screamed.
1: Uh, he didn't break both arms and his spine. Uh, but, yeah, let's be honest. you killed that guy. Yep, that's Kids what Kids kill that yep. guy hundreds that guy. of times a day. That
2: man <laughs> dies hundreds of times
1: a day at the hands of tourists. Maybe it's given a real child practice in, in murder, <laughs> in which they're able <laughs> the to actually sens- inflict later in their lives. Yeah, it desensitizes us. Uh, it's, it's dark. It's a dark ride, folks. Uh, yeah, incredible line. Probably one of the, one of the first rides where the, the line was really, uh, amazing and engrossing before you even got there. Uh, the ride itself. What's, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to point out, I don't have, uh, a, any particular, uh, deep observation about this, but just when when you get on the right, well, first of all, uh probably maybe a lot of people don't know that you are given the choice of these three tunnels, which one is riches, one's eternal youth and one's uh see the future see the, the future, future. Yeah. okay, but uh that is an effect, and it's always the same door, and it's an illusion that swings all of those doors around yeah. uh, um so that's that's cool, uh but I just like in thinking about this right, I was r- just recalling out that moment where. Uh, you're not supposed to look into the eye of the god Mara. Uh, when you do, Mara gets angry, which they just enhanced with these really cool projection effects in the last few years. And then when you whip around the corner into that room that reveals Indiana Jones at the door, like, fending off all these evil spirits, that whip around the corner, I would argue, is one of the most exciting moments in any ride. Yeah. And it's, I think... I I I like it because it shows that the the car has personality. That was a the thing they pushed in a lot of the specials and everything uh, around the time the ride came out was that the 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 car will struggle and the car will recoil uh when like if as if you're scared of the snakes. Uh as opposed to pirates of the Caribbean or haunted mansion or something where it's just a like evenly moving vehicle that uh, isn't really doing anything or reacting. Like the fact that the car has trouble with stuff and struggles, I think, is Uh a really neat innovation.
0: And that's followed by, once you go past, like, Indie, you know, trying to keep the doors closed, you go into a room with, like, a giant... A uh, skull, like a giant temple rockwork skull that's shooting lasers at you. It is you see so a bridge exciting. that a, a fireball.
1: It's great. It, and the music cue is great. Yeah. That well, yeah, that big like chorus hit that yeah. happens doo, doo, that reveals doo, that. So, you, know. and like, it's it's like, you never get tired of it. it it's is cool every great. single time.
2: Because, yeah, we went on it. My girlfriend and I went on it Friday night. And like with this podcast, I always would like to look for things that like maybe we can make some fun of or light of. And every time I go on the ride, I'm like, this is f- the fucking greatest ride. This is so goddamn cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, this one doesn't have, like, the <laughs> hokiness that you can poke fun at so much. It's just so it, – it is such a legitimate, incredible technical feat and, like, uh, yeah, probably the best thing Disneyland had done up until that point.
2: There, There is a funny story because there was two years ago I went to this event at Disney, which was, like, the 20th anniversary of the ride. And Tony Baxter, who is the, like, lead Imagineer on this ride, um, who we'll probably talk about a lot – uh, it was saying that for legal reasons, um, Mara, because we were talking about the Mara, which is a big, you know, head statue or whatever you would call it. And, you know, there's three different things uh, they can promise you, like eternal life, earthly riches, or seeing the future. And legally, Disney, you cannot promise people something on the ride. So they had to put in the thing. Because what, what happens is they say, do not look into the eyes of the idol. And Mara is huge, so it's almost impossible not to look at the eyes of this person. Mm. So legally... They had to do that so it would it would rescind the offer of earthly riches or eternal life or whatever they were promising because one person, at least in the car, would look into Mara's eyes and then legally the offer would be off the table. Because Disney legal would be concerned that somebody would come back and be like, well, I went on the ride and I was offered a lot of money, which of course is dumb as shit <laughs> who would do that. But – That's a true thing that, like, Disney legal was like, well, this is going to be a problem. So they had to add in the thing of, like, don't look at Mara's Mara's eyes, and then everything goes to shit. That's
1: why that construct exists. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow, wow. So if you were on the eternal life (laughs) track and everyone agreed
2: to not look, then what? That's a good point. I mean, maybe there's a case we could build here if we can get, what is it, there's... 16 how many people on the 12 people on the right 12 people yeah 12 people can be on the right if we get 12 of us together Mm. we close our eyes never look into mara's eyes and maybe document it maybe we have a case for a shitload of money from hey everybody tim heidecker here with huge news office hours live recorded another episode live it was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you if you find us on the podcast app of your choice. Now. From Disney.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... The three of us and then the first nine <laughs> fans of this podcast because, uh, as with most things, our uh, significant others will uh, not agree to participate in this. <laughs> so uh, the Rightly first nine so. people to uh, to respond, let's all get in a car. We'll get up to the front. Twelve, please. Mm-hmm. We'll all look around like I'll uh, <laughs> sly because we know the plan. We're going to bilk Disney out of eternal life. A class action lawsuit for <laughs> eternal life. And probably the result of that is like... One front of the line pass, yeah, right? But even that's worth it,
2: I think. Let's yeah. let's we gotta try to bilk them for something. We would like a lot of money. They'd be like, "Well, we can have one front of the line pass." And we go done,
1: done. The end of the negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a pleasure uh, facing off against you, Disney <laughs> attorney. Uh, they wouldn't even give us that. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, uh, so, uh, well, okay. You said that there is not a lot that is hokey. About the yeah. ride and easy to poke fun. Well, at about there's the a, ride. there's there's one or two. Oh, well, well, let's hear what uh, what you're thinking. First okay, of
0: so um, the effects and stuff, by and large, get like bigger and bigger, crazier and crazier as this ride goes on. But there are a couple spots where the vehicle needs to turn around, and so like the first one is a dark room where like the headlights are flickering, and you realize it's filled with like bugs on the walls. And that's pretty good. And then you go over the bridge and that's really cool. And they're shooting lasers at you. And then you go by the snakes and that's really cool. And then you go through a giant room of skulls. That's really cool. And then you go to a black room, like a pitch black room that just has the projection of a branch with some rats running across it. And that's where it loses steam for a beat there. And I'm pretty sure it's just a spot where it's like, well, the vehicle needs to turn and also go downhill a little. So it can't just be a
1: pure dark room. We got to do something in there. I agree that affects... A uh, thinly projected rat's dropping is a little. Uh, I
2: didn't even know that's what it was until like two years ago. I was just like, yeah. oh, it's a spooky fog area, and then, it's uh, and then ghost rats or
0: something. And, and some people are very scared of rats and mice and stuff. So maybe I guess kind I don't, of.
2: I would not like rats and mice. Yeah. But I, I, are there is not? I this is a question I have. Are there an Is there an effect like in like Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? on the ride where it's supposed to like brush your legs it's, yes. there is
0: in in honey I shrunk the audience yeah
2: but not that but I'm talking is in the Indiana oh, Jones in car, no, no not in Indiana Jones because that would make sense then if it was like you felt a brush against your leg on the ride I had wondered oh, if yeah. they had, had that effect at one point and then dropped it but I don't believe it I
1: that
0: hated that effect as a kid well, I, did I too. always because take, I scared
2: the shit out of it. and then me. it was a snake and then it was a giant snake I hated. it I remember like putting my legs up for the honey yeah. I shrunk the, the audience I
1: always do even if you know that it's not real insects or rats, it's still just unpleasant to get yeah. like yeah. mildly tased in the butt by a, a little buzzer in your
2: seat. It's horrible. I think they do that at Shrek. There's like stuff like there's a like it pokes you in yeah. the back or something. It's, which I uh, not... can see
1: it legitimately like damaging a nerve. And I can't Bug's believe Life. this hasn't happened. The Bug's Life. Uh, oh movie yeah, you get poked in the back you get too. poked yeah. by like stingers in the, from the chair. Yeah, that's weird. These are not my favorite things no. at any of the parks. Uh, nor do I like that rats droppings say there, there aren't, aren't rat droppings
2: in it but there are fake rats they should do you. a whole thing where well maybe this is later we'll save that for later what I were you gonna say, Scott, say what later. were you gonna say that There's oh something. in
1: terms of hokiness this is off of the the ride but it's on uh, of the about the promotion of the ride uh do you guys recall or did you remember in your research that to promote this ride Disney staged an Indiana Jones Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. I, I believe we have watched it. I believe uh-huh. we have together. watched it. Have the three of
2: us watched it together? Very Maybe. Maybe. Very possible. Maybe several times. Maybe We might
1: we'll... be repeating life material here. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but I'd sort of forgotten about that until the other night. I mean, they threw so much at the wall promoting this thing. There were so many odd yeah. odd specials and uh, uh, giant promotional budget. But that they did the Super Bowl halftime show, is uh, that's that's something for a theme park attraction.
0: And it's rough. Like, it's not just rough. <laughs> it's rough for, like, dinner theater. And this is yeah. the Super Bowl halftime show. This is yeah. before the giant spectacle Super Bowl halftime shows. This would have been, like, 1994
1: or so. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or 95, potentially. Um, yeah. I mean, and it was post the Michael Jackson a halftime show, which kind of defined the modern halftime show, really? where now it's just a its a really good concert that you get in the middle. Yeah, this, this is not that. No, 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 <laughs> it is not. The halftime shows all kind of used to be more of a mess, where there's a zillion ideas all fighting each other, and here's this weird dance part, and then a singer you recognize, but just for three minutes, and then it turns into something else. Disney had done a previous halftime show that's it's a small world themed, but then the new kids on the block are in it for a second, which I would think just give it – they're popular at the time. Just give them the whole time. But uh, uh, there was all this like up with people bullshit. The Super Bowl halftime shows were awful. I mean they're bad now sometimes, but it's, it's a lot cleaner than it used
2: to be. I, I just remember that Simpsons joke – it was like was it, or, what, what, there was like a spaceship landing on the the aliens. It was all. the aliens coming out and like that's my idea of what the, the halftime show used to be. It was like some
1: they kind of were. Oh, and there was another Simpsons joke where up with some up with people kind of band was it scenes, hooray for uh, everything. Uh, or was yeah, that, a yeah, yeah. Sh- that was a different and episode. They, they sing uh, "Walk on the Wild Side" by Lou Reed, but they don't realize it's an ironic. Uh-huh. They just sing it as a like face value cheery song. Uh, so halftime shows were really bad. Disney had done a lot of them. They did one for the Indiana Jones ride. It It's really insane. Uh, Indiana Jones and Marion, a non-Karen Allen, Karen Allen, uh, skydive into the stadium, which is legitimately impressive because they had to, like, a skydive takes, I don't know how long, uh, I mean, a number of minutes. So they had to, like, time it out. Like, when the quarter ended, it was like, go! And then they jumped, and they did land in the correct spot, which is pretty impressive, and then it switches out for the stunt performers. They got stunt performers who were from the Indiana Jones stunt show at Disney World uh, in Florida, which we haven't talked about yet. But it was like... uh, What I I like about this is that Sometimes the Super Bowl halftime show is Michael Jackson, the most famous man in the world, and, in the, and then in this case, it's some guy. It's a it's a stunt man, and he is the lead of the of the show.
0: And the idol they're trying to uh, get is the football, right? It
1: is the is Lombardi a sh- Trophy. <laughs> oh, it's the trophy, and okay. it's for some reason it's not a lightweight version. They're throwing around a real. Super Bowl trophy. Oh my god! I don't know if there's only one in the world. I don't know the if it's like the Stanley Cup or, but it's definitely a heavy Lombardi trophy. There's a really great article about this on on Bleacher Report. You can look up, which I think has the headline "Worst halftime show ever?" question <laughs> mark <laughs> Although spoiler, they determine it is not. Uh, if you haven't watched the Black Eyed Peas, I would say it might be oh, that yeah, one. Oh yeah, that was pretty. Uh, rough. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they say that it is a real Lombardi trophy. There were a lot of problems. The stage was uh, uh, serrated, and there were a lot of little holes in it, and the The holes were exactly the size of Patti LaBelle's high heels, (laughs) so there was a. They had to change the whole stage because Patti LaBelle almost tripped and oh my uh, god, tripped and fell. Patti LaBelle is in it. Tony Bennett is in it. It's a very odd lineup for uh, for 1995. What is Tony
2: Bennett singing in it?
1: Um, I don't know what his first song is, but at the end they all sing Can You Feel the Love right. Tonight from The Lion King. <laughs> uh, Disney did another like big mess of a halftime show a couple years later with Phil Collins doing Tarzan songs and Gloria Estefan. This one features Miami Sound Machine without Gloria Estefan. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's just the strangest lineup ever. There's a really insane part where Marion takes a torch and lights a guy on fire. And it's not like that a fire effect goes off under the guy, and then he's on fire, like... Marion takes the torch, touches it to the guy's <laughs> robe, and he lights on fire, which, when you're asking is this a bad halftime show, I don't know, a guy got lit on fire like live between the halves of the Super Bowl,
2: that's yeah. pretty cool. Like what happens in it is cool, but when you put it all together, it's just a big weird mess.
1: Yeah, 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 a lot of ideas that don't really mix, and why why Tony Bennett, and uh, and really and really hokey acting, and they just couldn't help that a lot of punches miss there's like the Batman style, just Many feet away from right. the punch yep. connecting, uh, but it's it's interesting to watch. I, I recommend looking it up. But here's here's the weird dark thing is that. It, they did pull it off and everybody felt really good afterwards and, like, maybe stunt shows are what a lot of the halftime shows will be. Two years later, they did one for the Blues Brothers uh, and while rehearsing it, a stunt person died. So stunts were dead forever at the Super Bowl halftime show uh, or else you might still see them to this day. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, this uh, opened up the path to... But they, you know, at least they could say that it was in the service of a Blues Brothers. They died in why service it, of a Jim was...
2: Belushi concert. Or. Why were the Blues Brothers in the mid-90s? Like, Blues Brothers that's 2000 really weird coming out. Well, was but years not either, right? years later. No, that was, was years it later. It was two years
1: after the fact, and this was a rare Blues Brothers oh. lineup where it's three of them. It's uh, not the kid or the other guy. It's uh, uh, it's Aykroyd, Jim Belushi, and John Goodman. Oh, it's right, tri- right. Yeah. the rare trifecta of Blues Brothers. Uh, James Brown is in it. ZZ Top. Mm-hmm. That one is a big mess. That one I would say... Oh, and it opens with a promotion for the then new fox news channel which makes it extra (laughs) horrific wow uh so i would rank that one below the super the indiana jones one uh, which is at least fun. you know
0: in the original blues brothers there is a it's not john goodman but there is a third blues brother in the movie and you don't really see it it's called cocaine (laughs) Like, Kane is Mm just the third Blues Brother that is in every scene and driving all the action of a very odd movie to watch many years late. Like, I didn't see that until I was... It's kind of aggressive. In my it's almost a little like
1: it's snuffy. Very strange. Because all the accidents are like real and scary, and it led yeah. to the, uh, uh, it led <laughs> to, to later the Twilight Zone accident of uh, uh, like uh, striving for realism in oh, the yeah. film stunts. And because uh, uh, there's just real broken glass and violence in that thing. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, we're going
2: to have all these links in the metadata and on all the social media. So if you want to watch all of these. Nightmare it's, halftime yeah. shows. And if
1: you want to buy the book about the Twilight Zone <laughs> film disaster, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the Amazon link will be provided. Uh, t-
0: talking about like all the promotion, because this ride was promoted a lot because it was very expensive.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, it was also part of the 40th uh, anniversary of, of Disneyland, yes. which is a big deal. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I, I grew up on the East Coast. I grew up outside of Philadelphia. And, um, Mike, you grew up in the Midwest outside yes. of Chicago. And I remember seeing the promotions for this ride a lot. Like, they weren't promoting it of, like, come to Disneyland, see this, but it was, I remember that making of. I remember it being in the holiday parades, which were very big in my house. Like, we would plan Christmas morning. It was like, we'll get up, we'll unwrap presents, we'll watch the Disney Christmas parade. If we sleep in, we have the VCR set to record it in case we miss it. Oh, of course. And I remember it being a big part of those and Mike and I have talked about this before we just like as kids were like man that looks really cool shame I'll never see it yeah. I'll never I'll never yeah. complete this impossible task of traveling to California There was
2: a book we had this yeah this is really shows like how we were raised and what our view of like, like how many world travelers we would not become is, <laughs> is that like the, we had like a, I think it was cause we had stock. We have Disney stock at the family. And yeah. So in like 1994, I'm looking through like the, what's coming up to the resorts. And there was a picture on the drawbridge. I think there was a picture of, like are you talking about in the
1: annual report? Yeah, I believe I got so. the annual reports, too. We God. have a couple of them He's still, yeah. He's such fucking nerds. <laughs>
0: these, these were big family things for a while, is that people would buy single shares of Disney yeah. stock, or people would buy the, like, commemorative annual report, and it was, like, keepsakes that people would have.
1: And there was no internet at the time, so it was a way to, like, yeah. look at real nice photos of rides Exactly. were going to
2: It was Indiana. Sure, I
1: justified it. <laughs>
2: It was Indiana Jones in Toontown, and I used to look at those pictures and think, wow, that's so cool. I'll never go there. There's no way... I'll ever – because we go to Florida. That's where we go. We go on a family vacation every three years to Florida. I'll never leave Illinois otherwise. I'll never see New York. I'll never go out of the country. I was raised to be very frightened of the world <laughs> in California. <laughs> to not dream big. Something that ironically I no,
1: every Disney parade and show encourages you to do. Right, but the dream message – Dream your
2: dreams. <laughs> the message was lost on me.
1: Oh, give – leave that I for the other think, kids.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you've got us, you've told me stories of like, you were 18 and going to like Largo and seeing John Bryan. Mm -hmm. And like, I was 17 and 18. We didn't know a successful person. (laughs) We didn't know, we didn't know a person that lived anywhere. I was just literally like, I don't know what... I guess some people go out to California, but you have to be pretty special to do that, I guess. You will
1: never <laughs> see a man play a guitar. Right. I was still yeah. like- You gotta be the- a
2: Hollywood millionaire to make that <laughs> happen. I'm just hearing Schaumburg. Uh, yeah. I was like, wow, big city folk. They got a lot of good stuff going on. I guess, you know what? There's a Portillo's hot dog. I'm going to go, hey, maybe I'll get a large cake shake tonight. <laughs>
1: Maybe one day I'll be—I'll work at the Portillos and it will put me in a commercial,
2: and then I'll be a big star right here where accounts and shoppers. I'll get a five percent discount on Italian beef at all my favorite restaurants. <laughs> don't tell me
1: I don't got dreams. I got big, big dreams, hot dog dreams. It's like verbatim what I was like
0: <laughs> when when I first came to California. I—I I, it was my first time flying alone. I would have been like twenty. And it was my first time flying alone. It was my first time being on a flight longer than two hours. I had been on one and
2: flight. Really? And since I, like, tw- from age, you know, zero to 22, one flight.
0: Wow. Did you drive to Florida? Yes. Three, oh, fuck. Three oh, times. no, no. <laughs> three times. Oh, no, no. We went How far for- is that? How far are we talking? Oh, it's...
2: I mean, it would a take a while. day, two days. Yeah. It would take two days. And it's not
0: uncommon from the Midwest or the, the Northeast that people just drive down there. I've
2: questioned my parents. I'd be like, how much more money was it? Yeah. <laughs> what were we... I know we were, like, middle class, but my God, we, we couldn't pay the extra $25 <laughs> yeah. a person and fly? but we I saved a day.
0: I should also say, like, once I got out here for this, like, school, uh, college program... Uh, the first or second full day I was out here, I went to dis. I was, like, going to Disneyland. Like, I could care less about, like, seeing Los Angeles, one of the greatest cities in the world. Uh, I mean, I went... I think the first day I was here, I went and saw, like, Hollywood Boulevard and Grauman's, and I'm like, oh, this is upsetting. <laughs> the other and then, main
1: thing you need to see. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and so I knocked that out in two days, and, like, Disneyland blew me away, mm-hmm. too, because, uh...
1: Well, and in Disney's California Adventure, you can see all the best things Los Angeles and California <laughs> well, have to offer, all yeah, in just a couple right. acres. Uh, yeah, you covered it. Um, big dreamers here yeah. on the show. All right,
2: yeah, let's get out of the sad sack <laughs> with yeah. Jason and I. Let's get back
1: Are, on the ride. Uh, um,
0: Should we talk about the, the the Japanese version of this ride? The oh, The one in yes. Tokyo yeah, Disney yeah, yeah. is a little different from the ride. It is called Indiana, the Indiana Jones Adventure Temple of the Crystal Skull uh was made a few years before the movie Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull mm-hmm. and has some very uh strange little differences for one sala is not in the ride mm-hmm. the ride spiel is done uh the ride doesn't take place in india it takes place in mexico and i believe you're looking for the fountain of youth uh and sala does not do the spiel does not do the safety thing It is a new character who is simply named Paco, but it is portrayed by a Japanese actor who is speaking in Japanese. Sure. Um, So
1: he is some blend that is neither here nor there.
0: Yeah. Also, there is no Mara. It is literally a giant glowing crystal Crystal skull. skull. And then... Throughout the ride, there's just little differences. When you go into the big room with the giant skull and the the bridge you go over, there's like a little tornado going. There's a little um, steam tornado. Oh, yeah, kind of this like
1: otherworldly glow yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it looks cool, yeah.
0: And then uh, after you... They also have the dark room with the projection of rats on a branch, but then they have a giant skull who blows fire at you. Yeah. And their room where they shoot darts at you is much cooler.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: like a lot less black paint and a lot more practical, like effects. We stuff.
2: should also say that we uh, have not been on this ride. We we've not. just watched yeah. YouTube. I've watched also videos. never been on a flight outside of the country. Yeah. So oh, we've slow. all we've watched. Oh, yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of
1: things to sort out.
2: But we um, all watch this on YouTube, so this is where we're yeah, getting we this watched information. We watch the video of the ride, right? Um, I mean, that's that's an
1: interesting point. Is that you're right that if there's anything to be desired in the current ride maybe that that aero room is an area Wait, i mean if you guys want to talk about uh our, our system the uh well that's uh, yeah that's what i was plus it up let's uh, yeah
2: let's do that and then we'll, we'll talk about a few other indie things at uh, different parks sure so yeah we have where did i uh yeah we have a system where we say you know what we would do with the ride if we were in charge uh and and one choice is keep it as is uh, two would be to plus it up, do something to it. And three would be to have it burned down in a mysterious fire for insurance, insurance purposes. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go around the room. We'll each say what we would do to the Indiana Jones adventure, temple of the forbidden eye. Uh, let's start with, uh, Jason.
0: Sure. Um, okay. I mean, I, I think I would definitely keep it. Like this is hands down as close as you can get to objectively one of the best rides, uh, there is and I never gave too much thought to like the last little bits of the ride I mean obviously the very end of the ride where the giant boulder comes out and Indy's hanging from a rope and then you come around the corner and you see he's okay which interesting fact the ride vehicle is not moving backwards the ride vehicle can only move forwards like the walls are moving backwards oh. as the ball is rolling towards you I didn't know that that's cool um
2: uh, uh, that, part, uh, that part still scares me. Still to this scares day. Me. Yeah. <laughs> To this day, that boulder flying, I still go, well, this is the time it's going to happen and I'm going to get crushed. Anyway, yeah. sorry, go back to Assuming you. Assuming it's no, heavy, no. it could be an illusion. It's probably an illusion. It's probably <laughs> ride magic. So I never really gave much thought to
0: plussing it up, but then watching the ride through of the uh, Tokyo Disney one – it It did make me think about, like, yeah, there is that one dead spot where it's a black room with a projection of a branch full of rats, and then the dart room, which I think is really cool, like the sound effects and the air shooting at you like the darts, but like the tokyo Disney one, uh which is in Disney C in Tokyo, uh just looks so much cooler, like it's like there's a bunch of like little rock work and it just
1: ink and overlay and this yeah. cool like like the crystal blue uh uh lighting effects that's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, so that that's my that would be my only thing. is, like little touches like that. And in in all fairness, they have like just recently even though they didn't have to, they added some rear projection effects in the like the early rooms of the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh not rear projection. Um whatever that proje- projection map. They put all they put yeah. a lot of yeah. nice
1: sparkles on uh, Mara's face in that room. It looks cool.
0: Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, I think you keep it, and you really don't have to do much to it. I think it's great.
1: Sure. Um, I, as I was saying, I think, uh, uh we, we have talked about, and you might have some points about this, about that, that, that arrow room is kind of the...
2: Yes, that's the, uh, that's the spot where, because it's towards the end of the ride, too, after you've seen so much spectacular crap, and then there's a room where it's just flat, and they're, like, skeletons are painted on the wall, as opposed to, like real skeletons. It looks
1: like the club in uh, Batman Forever or,
2: or Robin <laughs> or whichever, wherever Coolio is. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's
1: yeah. Kind yeah. Of a... Where
2: Coolio is in Batman Forever. I think most people will remember that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. You know,
1: the Glow Club, which uh, uh, <laughs> maybe is what it's called. Um, yeah, uh, my, my idea there, I don't know if you have an idea regarding that room as well, but I, uh, you know, I think... One thing that Disney's had a lot of success with in terms of plussing up is adding more recent characters who people know. Uh, uh, You know, kids understand. uh, Kids look at uh, uh, Johnny Depp and uh, see Jack Sparrow in in Pirates, and hey, it's for my generation now. And I think if there's any letdown in there, I can only assume for uh, uh, people younger than I, it's that they are missing their favorite beloved character, Mutt Williams, Mm. uh, portrayed by Shia LaBeouf. I'm sure by that point, it get, there's a little bit of a lull. That arrow room is only so exciting, and people are probably thinking, where is Mutt? So, my solution here is that. Uh, those are no longer arrows. Those are Mutt's famous switchblades, oh, and he's man. whipping them past your <laughs> past so, your head. Uh, uh, I don't know if now I don't know. I'm ben. on board for Mutt, baby. Mike gave
0: me a Mutt Williams action figure for my birthday. Oh one man! Year. Oh, you're yes. a Mutthead. Oh boy, sign me up. A real Mutthead. I was I was on board for that Mutt Williams solo movie. A greaser who is good at sword
2: fighting
1: <laughs> wild and good at like sliding around and uh, through so,
2: low corridors and so just uh, so i i'm clear i'm clear mm-hmm. uh, what you're pitching me yes. here towards the end is will there be mutt animatronics cuz like right as it is now there's like multiple you know skeleton or whatever people that are shooting you know darts at you will mutt be just painted on the wall or will there be like a mutt? Two mutt robot like one mutt robot running up and down throwing switchblades at that's, the office. That's
1: a good question. I mean, I just figure that effect could be easily amended to be a, a famous mutt switchblade whipping mm. by your face. But then what does that require that there are a lot of mutts? I imagine he has the ability to like ping it back and forth on the wall uh, oh, and okay. make it make it go back and forth. So maybe you still have those voodoo priest kind of guys. And, and maybe it's a little like he interrupts the ride that we think we know. Like you're heading into the arrow room <laughs> uh-huh. and then, and then Mutt's like, okay, hey, not so fast, huh? And then uh, and then he whips that knife back and forth and uh, uh, they all get uh, uh, punctured right so, in the middle oh, of he the He just skull. wants to show you
0: a cool trick, or he saves you or he just wants to show you a cool new knife
1: trick he, he I think learned. he's saving you, for, he, or, or maybe there's another a little additional sound effect and he is slicing the arrows in half right as you're driving Mm -hmm. through So right in front of your face, right as the arrows whiz by you, also the switchblade is perfectly going back and forth, cutting them in half, deflecting them, and and saving
2: you. Huh. I mean, this is cool. I mean, this is going to be an advanced animatronic technique because I would like to see... Like if you could digitally mm-hmm. show me the, the the knives cutting it in half, I think we could. That would be we'd be in business. Well, maybe Keep.
1: it's a, I, th- I mean, like the arrows. I think it would have to be an imaginary, a, a sensory and uh-huh. auditory experience. But right before you went in there, I think Mutt would be casually leaning up to, up in the side of the or like if you just be in the corner. You think it's just dark and there's nothing over there, and then he leans out like, yeah. "Hey, not so fast, voodoo guys. Uh, uh, you you count on Muttskala trick up his sleeve? Um. Is he? Is
2: he Barbarino from Welcome Back, Hotter?
1: <laughs> hey,
2: you know, uh, he is a he, yeah,
1: in my shared universe uh, theorizing. He is the father or grandfather of Barbarino. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, wabba yeah, hey. yeah, he had that sweat. He had the swag that would eventually birth the sweat hogs. So what the sweat hogs are uh, ultimately a tribute to, to mutt. And then maybe. Uh, uh, you also add him into the next room where Indiana Jones is hanging off the, dangling off the, in front of the boulder. Maybe he doesn't know what he's going to do. And then old mutt's like, Hey, I got you back. Me and my monkey pals. And then he goes swinging <laughs> oh, by, yeah. uh, uh, I guess the monkeys, these would also be the most sophisticated animatronics in the world, but I think it'd be worth it to have sure. uh, a bunch of monkeys all together, grab Indiana Jones, take him to safety. Um, and then you just crash into the boulder his Indy isn't there to deflect it so you die but Indy
2: is safe that's I, my new ending okay I like the idea that in, in one of the most urgent rides of all time both times you see Muddy's just kind of leaning <laughs> and he's just like hey what up how are you doing up your nose with a rubber hose <laughs> sit on it Which I guess is Potsies from uh, Happy Days.
1: Ain't no big thing I got this. I'm not like a control freak
2: like my dad. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, we're going to plus it up with mutt. You want to plus it up with mutt.
1: Plus it it up mutt it up. This universally reviled character <laughs> is he? I don't know. No, I, don't I think know. that I think the youngster maybe it's like you know, us old fogies don't get the minions, but I think maybe the kids are all big mutt hounds just like you. Mutt I think madness? so. Yeah, <laughs> the mutt man. I mean, Jason calls himself a mutt man. Yeah, <laughs> so. just a dirty dog like mutt. <laughs> if I could just get some of that, mutts, that mutt strut, oh man, I could have I could face the day. <laughs> um.
2: Mike? Uh, oh, I mean, I don't have a suggestion as good as that. Um, but I, I do, yeah, as we said before, a pretty uh, almost perfect ride. I would I would put Indy on the ride a few more times, honestly. Sure. Because you see Indy at the start, he's holding the door, trying to hold it closed, and that's about it. And then you really only see him on the rope at the end, and I feel like at least, you know, we see Captain Jack like three times at the very least, right? Three or one, four?
1: One might almost call it excessive, oh,
2: well, the number okay. of sure. times we Someone, see
0: Captain Jack. A uh, special
1: guest recently had a, a, an extra appearance by a not-animatronic Captain Jack. Right. Oh, yeah. By the yeah. real man, the real abusive man. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> saying too many dark things in this episode.
2: So, uh I, I feel like there's opportunities to see Indy, like one instance, like maybe like the car, the hood of the car opens and he's in there somehow. Like his head pokes out and he's like, "Ah, I got stuck in the car," or "I got stuck on the engine," or, or, or there's a part where you're on that bridge and like he's in, like he, he in the big stone uh, face and he's like, "Ah, I'm str- I'm in the mouth or something. <laughs> like I'm trapped in mm-hmm. this mouth.
1: Maybe like, isn't you know. I I don't think I could r- or write the next film or be part of the creative of this franchise. But isn't he? He might. He'd probably be like." Oh, this is good.
2: <laughs> right, like oh, I'm in the mouth again. I'm glad about this. I'm in Mara's mouth.
1: Giant mouths. Why did it have to be giant mouths?
2: <laughs> so, like, I think it's a dry, sarcastic man. Old Indy. That's true. Or yeah, like he could be. Any- I mean, you could put him anywhere. You could put him in the skeleton room. I'm getting so old. I belong in a museum. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: quips like that. And all, I guess that. I'll really... be joining you soon, brothers. He <laughs> says to the skulls. <laughs> oh,
0: Indiana Jones, like okay with his mortality? Um, Kathleen Kennedy and the yeah, people at Lucasfilm call us.
1: Call us. He's just resigned to it. Oh boy! Oh brother! <laughs> um, he's an old old crank, right? Uh, just uh, like the real Harrison.
2: Uh, that and that brings me to my next point. Let's get that re- real Harrison voice on the ride. Yeah, uh, there's there's a TMZ picture from a few years ago of him riding this ride with Callista and the kids. He knows it exists. He's been there. He's going to do another Indiana Jones while he's there. Get the sound guy. Mike him and get him to do 10 lines and let's record it so we could have the real harris in there especially
1: because you know he's gonna have to do all this extra crap on that set anyway like i'm harrison ford and you're watching a yahoo exclusive sneak peek <laughs> <laughs> my own yes movie. so like if you're gonna force feed all these horrible promos into his mouth do
2: something that the fans would oh, really I'm appreciate totally Tell me that wasn't big fun. <laughs> Which, like, you're going to have to get him to give, like, that energetic performance that, like... Part-time.
1: Part-time.
2: Hey, oh, if we hey, could add part...
1: Chatters, check out my... <laughs>
2: I'm old Indiana
1: Jones. Figure.
0: That... That... Okay, you said that line, um... Indy at the end, I, I, on Wikipedia, it says like there's like eight things he can say to you, eight quips he can say. <laughs> and the most, two most upsetting ones to me are, don't tell me that wasn't big fun. Like, it's not a phrase.
2: Yeah, it's not a good phrase. And the <laughs>
0: other one was, uh, you were good in there. You were very, very good. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I find that upsetting. Were,
1: that was the one good. clip of the real Harrison you Ford. Were, you were good in good. there. You were very,
0: very good. I, it might be, maybe because it reminds me of it. Did you guys ever see The Good Dinosaur?
1: No. The Pixar it, movie? It, yeah, the never.
0: Pixar movie. It, it, it's pretty rough, but um, uh, the, the tagline that is constantly repeated throughout it, uh, I believe is uh, like the father dinosaur who eats shit and dies pretty quickly, <laughs> no. uh, says to the main character child dinosaur, like, What is he? Oh God, I can't remember it perfect now. But it's like you're me and more, or it's like you're me and so much more. It's something where they like try to really make it like hit, and it did not. And they say it so many times through the movie. It's the only movie I've ever gone like, should I leave? Like I don't. I don't
1: think I need to see the rest of this. Uh, that reminds me of when the old dog in uh, Homeward Bound, uh, when he returns to his family, the Hume Cronin voiceover is like, "Yeah, uh, like, like I'm home. You're my boy." I'm back. You're my special boy. It's a like <laughs> real creepy old line. I don't. I have a real problem with people saying boy. That weirds me out. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Old. Old, I, old grandfather love. I think I find to be a little. Yeah. A little it creepy. is. I just looked it up. The line is you're me and more. So maybe so, like, so let's add this to Harrison's reference, right? <laughs> You're I, yeah. me no more. <laughs> he says by the broken boulder.
2: I feel like you yeah, you should get like thirty lines for him to say at the end there too. Like really change it up. Make him holiday specific, like oh good thing we got out of there and Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> good way uh, to spend an Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween. Like <laughs> well, and really like make it specific and Yeah, like, I make, give thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Check um, out the Disneyland Snapchat <laughs> Discovery, the Snapchat Stories channel. I don't. If you like this ride, be sure to
1: subscribe to our YouTube <laughs> channel. So, so, click here, here, or here to subscribe. So we're keeping the ride yeah, uh, as is. Ride. Yeah, keeping the ride. The ride is perfect. Adding <laughs> some SEO perfect marketing. Ride. 100%. Hey, uh, we'll be right back. All right, we're back, Uh, and brace yourself, because right now we're going to go to a dark secret corner uh, of the theme park world that uh, most people are not brave enough to venture into. It's uh, an area people don't talk about very often, and it's called
2: Confession Land. Mm. Now, in Confession Land, a bunch of guys tell unpopular opinions to each other, and then we judge each other based on those opinions we're we're going to confess Things
1: that we as mega theme park fans have probably just shut up about and uh, said, we say, oh, yeah, we like this or we don't like that, but we actually have opinions that might really rock the boat of theme park fandom.
0: And like, this tone of voice that we're using is making it seem a lot sleazier than it's actually going ooh, to get be. get ready. It's <laughs> going to be real grimy. <laughs> because it's probably going to be not terribly <laughs> eventful.
2: <laughs> but the... I think we should keep in mind though this is this is something I would not say if I met a bunch of like Disney fans in the park I would not lead with this piece of uh, this opinion this is still yeah. you're not
1: going to make friends with these because
2: opinions. people in the park would be probably mad I think so mm-hmm. So let's go around the room great and give our unpopular opinion here in confession here <laughs> <You're> in confession <laughs> it's probably,
1: like, we were just talking about which one it'd be called and that's uh, oh, I didn't both even, of even, I both just both meant applicable uh uh <laughs> <laughs> all right, look. Anyway, all look, right, all gotta, here, this go, whole things going off the rails. Okay, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll come conf- into it. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, my confession is I don't like the shows. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I don't uh, a, a big part of a big part of theme parks is parades and shows and fireworks. And I don't like any of it. Uh, uh, I, I think it's very rare that I enjoy any of the, uh, uh, like, to me, they're they're kind of wastes waste of time. They only get in the way of, of the rides. I like that they exist because they eat up people and prevent them from going on the rides and make the lines shorter. But you know what I mean? Like, all of these Disney attractions. So you're
2: saying shows meaning you don't like the fireworks at the end of the night. You don't like most parades. You don't mm-hmm. like you don't the like Aladdin stage show. You or- don't like Phantasm you don't like any of that.
1: I would I'd give it to Fantasmic. A little, I'm fond of Fantasmic and I'm sure we're a, we're going to talk about it at some point the the show at the, along the rivers of America at the end of the day at Disneyland but uh, uh th- that one that one I'd bump up because it's so spectacular but like yeah, I don't know. A, a lot of them I find to be sort of over, un- underwhelming. Uh uh you know, it's it's like the t- to me they like trade these things out every year and they're all like just different Shades of the same thing, like uh, uh, you know, the one year they'll put in a new thing, and it's called like Wishes, a magical celebration of dreams, <laughs> and then they and then that's done. Wishes is closed, so we're we're opening Dreams. Celebrate your magic wishes. <laughs> like they're all so <laughs> generic, right? Not what really you're... get to anything, and uh, it's all just you know, it's the same songs over and over. It's always gonna be uh, a whole new world. It's always gonna be uh, 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 now. Let it go. You're gonna let it, they've jammed Let It Go into every corner of that park. Um, I don't discount that children uh enjoy these things, families like going to them, but I sort of don't like it. World of Color, I
2: don't know, I don't I don't ever watch any of these things because hmm. they have. I look, I watched the fireworks on Friday, I believe it's called Remember Dreams Come True, <laughs> is the name of the of Remember. the show. <laughs> and the 60th anniversary had this fireworks show that was very like you know you played the songs from the yeah Party Your World or whatever and all the, and I like those songs or whatever and I was a bit underwhelmed but the show they have now Remember Dreams Come True has all of the theme park songs in it
0: mm-hmm. so yeah. you've got
2: Haunted Mansion you've got Tiki Room and and to dismiss. Firework shows wholesale. I mean this this show was great. I had not seen it before. The fireworks go all the way around. I'm getting upset now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, well there so, we go. I, this it's is a great show. Exactly, exactly the opinion. right kind
1: of opinion for Confession lad. And um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Look, it's a it's personal uh, it's personal taste. I uh, uh, I admit that fireworks are very impressive. <laughs> I am not uh, discounting the work of all the firework Titians out there they do a, a great job i don't know i don't know what it is i, I find standing and waiting for fireworks mm-hmm. to be very unpleasant even something like phantasmic i don't like that you're uh jamming into some uh you know little s- brick space and pretending it's a seat yeah or maybe you don't have a seat at all
0: a lot of this stuff is outside and the time of year can make it exponentially worse mm-hmm. and Especially, oh god, on the other coast in Orlando, like watching fireworks or watching the, uh, like the Phantasmic in Orlando is at Hollywood Studios. It's in a giant open amphitheater. It's insane, uh, and it's it's hot. It's
1: yeah, ten yeah. o'clock
0: at night, and it's still eighty degrees and humid, super humid. And it's it's I definitely just fell asleep from exhaustion. <laughs> there once. In all fairness, that I being fall asleep said, a lot was, of uh, Yeah,
2: yeah, you beat me to it because you've been yeah. in my apartment. You've fallen asleep fall at asleep. the weirdest times in the weirdest uh, like we we watching something exciting you turn your like eyes are closed like my grandfather or something. <laughs> like you fall asleep everywhere. In so college that's I no. fell
0: asleep in class once with a pen in my mouth.
2: Wait, 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 wait! Like a pen? Like you were like... Like I was chewing on a pen, and
0: I fell asleep with it, like Like hanging out of my mouth.
2: Sitting up like a horse? Yeah,
0: I was sitting in like a giant lecture hall, and I had both feet up on the seat in front of me, and I (laughs) fell asleep with a pen hanging out of my Uh, mouth.
2: A little fact about me: I've never fallen asleep in a a public place ever. Oh, I'm too scared to.
1: (laughs) Well, I've made up for it. Yes, you you
2: fall asleep in a lot of public places. The
1: average of the room is Uh high still, thanks to Jason. Thanks to me. But Uh I want to fall asleep when I go to see these shows. I don't need to hear about wishes and dreams and journeys anymore. I don't even really like the the uh, the Epcot one, which I admit is very impressive. Oh, uh, uh, Illuminations. Illuminations. Wow. That thing oh, wow. where the globe no, is, opens this, up and it's there's beautiful this moment. video. But what is what is it? What, it's like a bunch what of children being projected oh, yeah. onto Who, a I globe. Mean, I don't... Uh, a lot of... They're all too generic. I want some more specific points and theories yeah. in these shows. I also, I don't think I'm that into the trend of projecting the stuff onto the buildings. There's hmm. a thing that a lot of the Disney shows are doing these days where, like, we took the castle and we turned it into an Iron Man's house <laughs> 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 and uh, it still juts out like a castle. Uh, uh, but I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like it's a trick. I feel like that effect must be kind of cheap to do because they're doing it everywhere. It's uh, very um, new
0: and trendy. Yeah. It's very much like the thing at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's, but like, like a, Spago kind of restaurant. It's gonna <laughs> have its peak, and uh, mm. and then it'll it'll be done.
2: Well, drones will be the new thing.
1: I'm pretty excited for the drive. So you, maybe drones you're...
2: will bring you back to being into all these shows.
1: I think so. A bunch of coordinated drones. Do you know this drone racing? Have you seen drone racing? No. Oh boy! Like on Deep ESPN, this drone racing. And oh, it's like wow! Very very excited. They book out an entire stadium, and they leave the stadium empty, and drones like weave wow. through the tight corridors of the. Uh, uh. It's very cool. So I think you're. Right, give me some drones and then I'm right. back in. Okay. You got me back. All right, all right, you're back. <laughs> I'm back in the crowd of hundreds of thousands of people watching the fireworks.
2: <laughs> uh Jason, what what uh what was the segment called again? Confession, confession, land? Land. confession, confession land. land? Confession land. Confession land. Jason. What's your
1: next confession land? Confession
0: <laughs> land. <laughs> okay. Well uh we're all all southern california based the three of us we live in los angeles yes correct so uh one of the parks we end up in a lot is disney's california adventure Mm -hmm. and you know they did that billion dollar multi-billion dollar over redo of it a few years ago Mm -hmm. mike and i went opening weekend we were there opening weekend for it and you know i love I love all the new stuff they added. I think it's great. It's a much better park, but every now and then, man, I miss that old California Adventure. What? What? Really? Yeah, because I in all fairness, I did not see it. Like I saw it in 2006, so it was like there some some holes in the rowboat had been plugged at that point. Like Mm -hmm. they had thrown Bug's Life in there for kids. They had thrown Tower of Terror in there for everyone else. But I just like the fact that you because Disneyland to me has always felt like there's so much stuff, Uh, and and when I the first few years of going like I really wanted to see a lot and see like the the limited stuff and the stuff that they didn't have in Florida and the like little hidden secrets that like I would read about online. And then when I needed a break, i just go over to California Adventure where there was no lines and there's, like, not that many people. And you just walk around and you could knock it all out in, like, two and a half hours. So it was – I found it very relaxing. You felt it was
2: like a waiting room for Disneyland.
0: Yeah, kind of. It's relaxing to me in a way (laughs) that, like, Walt Disney World is very overwhelming, right? Like, if you go there and you spend a few days there, like – even if you try to like, well, maybe I'll just go to the pool for a little while. Like my instinct is go like, but I should be out there. I should be at one of these parks. I should be doing something. Mm -hmm. But I feel a similar way about like universal Orlando, where if you stay on site, you can walk to everything. The parks aren't open very late. Uh, If you stay at some of the hotels, you get an express pass and you can kind of just walk on to a lot of stuff. So you knock it out very quickly and it, it's kind of relaxing, and as I get older, I do like relaxing a little at these places where but, but when this I was younger... This
2: is crazy. I This, mean, this doesn't you, explain
0: to so, me
1: why you like, like, a big postcard that came to life or, like... The Whoopi Goldberg movie about the he, history. of I never California. saw that.
0: I never did watch that. Okay. I never watched it
2: either. I never watched but it was always, it. There, and it I was didn't
0: always watch there. It was always there. I don't know why I never watched it.
2: Well, if you're,
1: you if you like being asleep,
2: then that's you the would ra- spot for you it. would rather have a shittier park if it meant that you were like less no. eaten, more comfortable.
0: <laughs> no, I just sometimes like when you're crushed, like when you're you're in the queue for Cars Land, or like when it's really crowded in this park. I do long for the days when it's like. Well, there used to be, like, no one here.
1: <laughs> but you <laughs> know what was there was a parking lot. Like, it doesn't, it replaced nothing. It's not like there was some yeah. cool ride that just nobody knew about. Oh, well,
0: that, yeah. But you... I didn't know it then either. I, I also did not know the first gen. I uh, There's also a part of me that wishes I could have seen, like, uh, the superstar limo where you race through Hollywood and terrifying puppet people. Talk to You and the ABC Soap Opera Cafe. Like, I wish I had seen the first-generation uh, catastrophe! Disney California Adventure. See it,
1: yes, but you you didn't want to be there. Now it's this lush, the Buena Vista Street, the great restaurant. That's one of my favorite places. Oh yeah,
0: no, it's great. It's much better now. But every now and then, I do kind of like ah, I kind of I kind of miss when this
1: was. <laughs> but like name one half thing you liked that they took out. <laughs>
0: uh, I like the ice cream parlor that was inside of uh, a train car.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. That was pretty good, I, but then you can get the same ice, ice cream also, they have. Also, all the, the pun-based
0: signs, oh, like man. Burbank well, still ice have cream.
2: have photos and of them. You can San read and them. San Andreas this reminds shakes. you of some, like, garbage Jersey Shore shit you, like, visited all as right, a kid.
0: you watch your mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you were used yeah. to some trash, and you want to feel like there's some trash down at Disney that's more suited to you.
0: I Oh, maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and also, you've told me, like, your family, when you would go on trips, would have days of decompressing before you'd even step forward. Foot in the park, like there was so much relaxing. Well,
0: no, after the park. I thought it after was before you go,
2: go, go. You told me there would be a day after the flight to recover from the flight. Then there would be the trip. Then there would be another day to re- to like re- recover before you got on another flight home. No, nah.
0: we would deek. We, I mean, we were kids. We didn't have to. Go, we would do it in the summer. So like we were off all summer. But yeah, after like five days of like sun up to down sunda- like in the parks. Like, yeah, we would want to decompress you know, a little. If,
1: if you want to take a nap, go to your home, leave the b- cool theme yeah. park <laughs> us awake, folks. Yeah.
0: I am amazed that this is a more unpopular opinion. <laughs> I, I thought this wouldn't be that controversial. No,
1: you're going to win, I think. This segment will tear might us be ba- apart. We'll I, see what I, everyone look, thinks of mine. it's much
0: better now. I'm glad we have it now. But every now and then, it's like, man. Remember you when there was, was just a
1: bunch of fucking <laughs> here's, here's what I here. like Is that we we set this up in a way of like we're going to say these things that would make people pretty mad, and then we are mad. Yeah, we're no, mad we are now we're mad. moving what we dorks are mad. We yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. also
0: like clarified what I've met a lot. Like, yeah, no, it's Your much better now. I don't I... want it to come back, but it was it's kind of funny there. to walk around. It was it was kind of uh,
1: man, different. We'll go to Mine? the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah.
2: Um, Mike confession. Mine might be the mildest now that I think about it. Uh, I don't love I don't even really like Jungle Cruise. Sure. Is that un- that's not unpopular? Maybe mine is the weakest cuz it's like I kind of find it boring. I find the punny punny stuff with the the tour guides, I think that's lame. Uh, I think that it's outdated. It feels, you know, it feels I- like there's not enough robots on it. Eh, it's just it, I never go on it. I don't have an urge to go on it.
1: Well, yeah, I agree. I think the I think the joke stuff. I mean, yeah, it's it's. I know it's tradition. And it's been around forever. But that I think you're right. It's the kind of thing like, uh, you know, watch a video of it of it if you like it. But there's maybe there's a way to make that ride better. I would
2: o- I would gut it. I would gut it. I would mm. make it like I would make the the shore much closer to the boats. I would make like a crazy robot animals. Like, I would make it serious. I would take all that jokey crap away. I think that's sacrilege to a lot of people because it's, you know, opening day, wall yeah. thing. But, like, I never go on it, but it's one of the ones that everyone considers, like, a classic.
1: That line is uh, is is kind of murderous. It's a really boring one. Uh-huh. Um, I think you may have presented the opinion we all agree with the most, but anyone I... listening would be furious. Yes. Oh, 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 oh Well, oh.
0: I very much like that. Turn of the or early 20th century explorer kind of aesthetic. Uh, sure, I like the sure. radio. I like the old timey music. Sure, playing. Uh, I I like that uh, adventurer sort of stuff. I, I agree with
2: that. All of that. Yes. The
0: the yeah. The puns can be a little much. I I am not a fan of when any when guests uh, speak along to stuff. And now I feel like a lot of really diehard fans will, like, speak along with, like, a, the backside of water. And that always kind of make makes mm-hmm. me cringe. But it it may also just be, like, being in comedy and seeing, like, more hokier stuff. It can be
1: a little...
2: Now that you're a comedy maybe. expert, you Now feel. that I am,
1: <laughs> yes. Now that I am a... See, a, comics can't stand hearing somebody else do a joke because you wish you thought of it.
2: <laughs> uh, yes. Which Jungle Cruise joke did you wish you thought of? <laughs> You
1: know, the be- old oh, backside of water is a beaut. Two, two of his two of, his for one for one of We all
2: know it. Ah, we wish ah, you wrote son it. Son of a bitch. Man, <laughs> that's a classic. I wish I thought of shooting that gun. <laughs> Sometimes I'm- I do like the gun. I like the gun on I the like ride. I like the
0: gun. I do like that the original concept was like, we got to scare off that hippo. Shoot it in the Fucking face.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that. So I, I'm not saying you get rid of the name Jungle Cruise, but like I would gut the whole thing. I would reimagine it in a new way. Well, aren't well, there you rumors might be getting
1: that that Dwayne, that I, the, Rock Dwayne Johnson, the Rock Johnson himself? There was an Instagram to this effect. It's public.
2: Yeah, but I think that very quickly Disney was like, that's not happening. Like, I feel like Rock Mm. is just ushered into rooms, and, like, he's, like, posted an Instagram of, like, yeah, I'm making the new Jungle Cruise ride. And then, like, he's ushered out, and then people are like, what was he talking about? And he, like, might have misheard someone say something, (laughs) and he posted a big thing about it. Because I don't think – but maybe, I mean, maybe if this movie – because there is a Jungle Cruise movie, which is something they reiterated they were doing at D23 – and so, that is
1: is the rock. in It this is the
2: rock. Film? So that is happening. So so maybe if the if the ride uh, if the move, excuse me if the movie does very well and it's a very exciting adventure, mm-hmm. uh, they'll they'll change it. And chances are though they'll do this Jack Sparrow thing and like the rock will be on like a robot rock will be on it now. Yeah. Which now that seems, you've
1: talked about changing it, I don't like that change. I
2: don't like that change either. Uh, I mean, if it's a fully new badass Jungle Cruise. I guess, then, like, a rock animatronic. <laughs>
0: jungle Cruise reloaded. <laughs>
2: jungle Cruise lock and load. <laughs> jungle Cruise lock and load.
1: The jungle. gun they shoot in the sky just gets a lot bigger. That's yeah. the only change. Most of the ride is taken up by adding pieces to the gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It uh, won't be able to fit as many people in the boat because there's so many
2: chambers. There's yeah. like a shootout between the rock and a rival jungle gang. Uh yeah, so maybe in that two, instance, two crews, two, two, <laughs> two jungle crews. <cruise. laughs> Cru- Ooh, jungle cruise. on words. Uh, cruise and cruise. Oh yeah. Wait, what's the play on words? <laughs> like crew, like a crew of guys, C R E W, and then cruise, jungle cruise. Ah, I see. So you could go both ways. I mean, it's not like good. Ooh, it just like happens. A leap. I need you- oh, yeah, is that part a leap? My-
1: yeah, I think it's a leap. <laughs> All right. Fine. I need you to be part of my jungle cruise. <laughs> He has to have two of so them. So we'll to change make it the work.
2: name of the ride to Jungle Cruise, C-R-E-W-S, and we'll at least preserve the, the, the name, the sound of the name, but it'll be a whole new imagined uh, action adventure ride for The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart or somebody. That's right. Will that make a you new- happy, Michael? The, uh, no. you'll shut up about the maybe Jungle I'll Cruise for it. once. Asshole. You don't like the old
1: puns, so you thought of a way better one <laughs> to name the ride. Oh, uh, that's a good point. I'll tell you oh. what. You know, I'd like to see, uh, uh, maybe let's, you know, there's a there's already water in that play. I want to see uh, old Mitch Buchanan uh, sure. uh, from the Baywatch team. Maybe he's on the Jungle <laughs> Cruise. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and old shirtless Zac Efron he- with his... Uh, 19 pack is uh, scary amount of
2: abs. Is Hobbs his rock's character's name from Fast and Furious? Yes. And Hobbs will be there. Hobbs will also be there. Alright, let's let's, let's, right, right? let's let's get we're done. Let's get out home. of it. You survived podcast the ride. Thanks to Feral Audio and everybody. We'll see you next time, guys. So long.
1: Feral Audio.